Okay. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show about cosplay conventions, all the nerdy bits and bites about content creation and everything else that comes with it. Um, I'm very happy to have with you a brand new episode. With me, I have the intoxicating Starner Cosplay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. Yeah. That was the only thing I came up with because, I mean, like, Girl, some of your selfies you post on Twitter, like Jesus, <laughs> like I, I mean, I mean this with all respect, but girl, what that tongue do? <laughs> Is that what I'm known for? My Twitter? My I don't Twitter, know. My like, tongue. Yeah, your tongue. <laughs> sure, that's what I've seen recently. I don't know. Oh my god, I'm actually not a cosplayer. I'm actually a tongue model. If you didn't know. Oh, okay. The truth <laughs> comes out. Well, that's it for the episode. <laughs> Oh my no, god! No, actually, I I must have interacted with you at some point because I because I actually I don't know if you maybe remember this maybe but um I used to run a like cosplay centered blog um called the Lightning Palace and I did a feature on your Supergirl cosplay oh about I do. two about two years ago almost. Yes, I remember that. Yeah, that's me. Hi. Hi. Okay. I remember sharing that on Twitter, on my other Twitter account. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. Nice to I, officially meet you. Yeah, nice to officially meet you. Yeah, I don't do that anymore. I kind of just fell off it because of when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. It was just, I, I stopped in uh, 2021 because I was just like, I had no desire to like go fish around for new cosplays to like fangirl over. And it's just, the pandemic was still going on and mm -hmm. no one going to cons or no one making new outfits. So it's like, it made my, it made my job a lot harder. So I was just like, eh, I'll just focus all my efforts on this podcast and see where it goes. Honestly, writing takes a lot of work and I don't think people realize that. So it does that article. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh God. What was that? If you hear me, <laughs> Well, no, if you hear me freak out, maybe I'll show you later after the episode's over, but I got cats. Aww. Um, long story short, I got one cat. My best friend uh, let me have um, this one cat from her friend, and then unbeknownst to me and her, the thing was pregnant, and oh, no. it, it gave birth to five. <gasps> Did you keep all of them? No, God, no. <laughs> I don't know if you're we like the crazy cat dad. We, we we gave away four of them, and I was just like, I have to keep one. I, I just can't. And so, yeah, he just had his first official vet appointment. And Aww. now he's going to get his balls cut off next Monday. I love that. I love <laughs> that for him. I wish him luck in his journey. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, the, name, uh, the mom's name is Tifa. Love that. And the... The kitten's name was originally Kyrie, Aww. but then it was a boy. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to go with Riku because I grew to attach to the first name. And then I thought, well, Kai shortened works for, I think, either gender. So that's, that's really stuck. cute. Yeah. Aw, congratulations Yay. on your surprise fatherhood. <laughs> yeah, I'm a cat grandpa now. Who knew? I love that. That's, that's the joke that me and my friend... Um, had where um because Keith is only like barely a year old and this was her second litter 
Oh, so wow. the joke of we brought her in from work in the corner and now she was the dignified housewife, like the queen that she is. It's like, yeah, Oh, my God. that's what it is. Um, all right. Well, with that cat story out of the way. Um, so I guess this would be a almost typical super in-depth interview along with potentially any other. Well, we'll get to the other topics, but in any case. I leave the floor to you. Uh, how'd you get into cosplay, nerd stuff, and all that fun things? Whatever. <laughs> oh my nerd god, things nerd things. Yeah, that's what I say. um i got a nerd things back <laughs> i think 2008 is when i started watching anime for the first time and Okay. i remember watching naruto when i was in like fifth grade and i didn't understand it i saw itachi i thought itachi was a woman from the mist village um <laughs> Uh, you know, I was a kid, and so I bought a Mist Village headband in fifth grade, and I ran around the playground like Naruto, thinking I was Itachi. <laughs> Oh, who so, didn't? or honestly, Who didn't? and so then I met my friend, um, who I think I met her fourth or fifth grade, and she just opened the world of anime to me, and. I was like, wow, this is really cool. And she's like, did you know that you can dress up like these characters and go to conventions? I was like, are you kidding me? Like, that is the coolest thing I've ever heard. So 2009, I went to my very first convention. I think it was AWA or Momocon. It was one of them. And I dressed up like Maka from Soul Eater because I fell in love with her. And so I bought this like $130 costume online with my you know, money that I saved up doing chores. And I think like birthday money and whatever else I had. And so I bought this really expensive costume because I didn't know how to sew. I was a kid. I didn't wear a wig because I didn't know what wigs were. And Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yep. That happened. I chopped my bangs off literally to cosplay Maka. Um, my dad helped me build the scythe. And I bought shoes from Goodwill because I already spent all my money on this really expensive costume. And... I remember this like it was yesterday. I walk into this convention. I'm freaking out because I've never been to anything like this in my whole life. I'm coming as a kid that was bullied for liking anime and being a nerd. Granted, I ran around the playground like Naruto, so maybe I deserved it. But Maybe you had it coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe I had it coming. Um, <laughs> but Oh my God. <laughs> I remember walking in and it was like, I don't know, like the room just stopped and it was like, oh my God, Maka, Maka from Soul Eater, Maka. And then I'm meeting people that are cosplaying from the same anime. And I just remember having goosebumps. Like that was like the coolest feeling, just Oh God, immediately feeling welcomed and like, it still is. Honestly, like it is. It, when you I mean, cosplay as someone and then you just find a random person and you're just like, oh my God, same thing. Oh my God. it's crazy. It is like the coolest thing. Cause like in, I, personally i don't look like a nerd now i do because i dyed my hair but <laughs> Okay. i used to look like um a basic white girl sorry and Well. so people would look at me and they would not know who i was or like whatever so the point i'm trying to make is you never really could tell who an anime person was and or who was an anime but you go to a con and like immediately make friends and that's the coolest thing sorry i thought someone was knocking on my door it's just the dog um But that was the coolest thing is just like immediately making friends, immediately making those groups, 
having something to talk over, you know, just really, really fun. And then I never stopped since. And so I started in 2009 as Maka. Okay. Wow. I know. So, <laughs> yeah. No, no, that's actually really great. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my, my, <laughs> my story uh, kind of hinges on being, oh, fuck it. Like, horny slash obsessed uh back in 20 well no this was this was around the same time frame like 2008 okay. 2009 when um jessica negri was starting to blow up right and um it was it came to a point where it was when she won the uh lollipop chainsaw um competition to become like the face for the game when it came out and so that led to, I guess, like a convention tour deal. And it just so happened that um, PAX East in Boston was one of those cons. And that ended up being the very first con that I went to because oh, I wow. solely went to go meet her. And uh, she kind of already knew who I was because we would like interact online. And like I was weirdly getting like shout outs from some of her early, early YouTube videos and all that. And um Yeah. So that's, that's really cool. Yeah, that's how I got my start. And I dressed up as um the, I mean, it's about as, as <laughs> poorly made as the first cosplay could possibly get with like hot glue gun galore of, um, I did a, uh, the new 52 red emblem version of Nightwing um, from DC Comics because uh, he's my, my all-time favorite character and uh yeah, and I've just never, I've stopped cosplaying, honestly, but, like, I've just never stopped going to cons since. You know, it's because you didn't have the chore money. That's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, so we, we started around the same time then. Yeah. That's really cool. We what, what, you were in what grade? <laughs> In 2009? <laughs> it was like fifth or sixth grade, I think. Fifth or sixth grade. Holy shit. I was yeah. in... Okay. All right. There's the age difference. I mean, I, yep. was, in... I was starting on college um, in around 2012. Oh, when I, when I yeah. <laughs> um, oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm and 24 cough... now. So the fact... Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'm 30. And this coffee is really making me go wild today. Okay. There wow. you go. I'm drinking water. Go. Mainly because okay. I already had two cups of cold brew. So. Oh, yeah. This is cup number three because I had to pick up my groceries. I ran out of creamer because I only take my coffee with cream because, I don't know. I just Same. That, yeah. If you drink black coffee, I don't trust you. I've tried. It does not taste good. And like, no, it if doesn't. I, if I get a whiff of sugar on accident from like a Dunkin' order, I'm just like, oh, oh. <laughs> Um, yeah. Um, so I guess that actually kind of translates pretty well because I was like, you know, just scrolling through your Instagram trying to pick out outfits of yours that I really liked that I think I'd love for you to talk about. And it does match up that your first con or first cosplay was anime related that most of your cosplays since then were a lot of anime based. Um, yeah. And also... A little bit of gaming here and there, and a lot of, um, I was surprised and happy to see, like, a lot of comic book cosplays. I mean, of course, I wrote that feature on your Supergirl a couple years back. Um, so let's see here. Starting off, 
Uh, Tiny Tina. Yes. That was dope. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> which so this was um her. Is it the Wonderland in, incarnation of her, or was it Borderland Three? I I'm like blanking. No, you're okay. The very first one that I did was the um, Borderlands 3 cosplay. Okay. And that one was kind of my start to, what's it called? I guess the Borderlands costumes because I did Athena after. Um, ah. So it was first Borderlands 3, and then I did her costume from, oh no, I am mixing them up. Wow, good morning. Maybe I need coffee. <laughs> no, I did uh, Borderlands 2 Tiny Tina first. That's what it was. And that was kind of like when I started to get more followers because of that. Um, ah. She was kind of my first cosplay that was like really... What's the term? It was like one of my most difficult things that I've ever done. Um, sure, sure. She... The first one that I did from Borderlands 2 was not, um, there wasn't a lot of armor to it, but it was, you know, shell shading. The entire thing was handmade. I sewed it from scratch. Um, it took me, I want to say a month. And, you know, it's my very, pretty much my first cosplay completely sewn. And I did mm. a few competitions with her. Um, I didn't really win anything with it, mainly because I, <laughs> My craftsmanship wasn't that great back then. So it looks okay. really good. But if you like lift the skirt up, there's pockets. There's a horror show. But it's not actually pockets. It's just holes. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I didn't, I didn't know how to use the pattern. So I cut pockets out and then I didn't know what to do with the pockets. So they're oh, just oh. holes. Yeah, so I wore with, oh, I would no. wear like bunny boxers under it. So in case like, <laughs> I don't know, you know, whatever. But I had um, <laughs> one costume uh, contest where I was standing there and they come up and they're like really looking at the costume. And I'm like, oh, no, oh, no, oh, no. Oh, no. And they, this one lady goes to lift the skirt up. And I'm like, no, no. And she like lifted because there's pants under it. So it's not that weird. But she was trying to like look at the craftsmanship. Look at the fabric. Yeah. See how, you, see how you did. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> it's just a hole. Um, okay. <laughs> I can't really complain too much. Um, and oh, no. then, yeah, and then that translated to Borderlands 3, which this would have been my third Borderlands costume. I told myself, never again. I'm never going to do a Borderlands costume because there's so much. Like, you think you're done, and then you look at the, they have, like, character um, breakdowns. Model yeah. yeah. Model reference sheet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I'm, like, thinking I'm done, and then I'm, like, shit there's a bracelet oh my god no there's a you know little thing here or there so yeah. when I, I saw her costume in three i was like dang it i really like how that looks and then i made it so that one took about three months i think because that was a there's armor to it there was a lot of little detail to it yeah um, yeah i'm so, looking at it right now yeah yep so that one took forever but it definitely worth it and i love her I mean, she, she's so fun, so crazy, very challenging costume to do, but I really enjoyed it. And it really was the thing that started to grow my Instagram. And a lot of people kind of know me from Tina back in, I don't know when I cosplayed her, 2013 for the first time or 2012. Okay. So that kind of jump started that. And so if you ask people like, oh, what's the first costume you saw, you know, starting her as, it's usually Tiny Tina. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm just. <clears throat> I'm just like scroll. <laughs> okay. No, I'm still on Twitter. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm scrolling through your Instagram and just like, and I'm like, I mean, it's like what I mentioned at the start is like, okay, well, tongue action here, tongue action there. <laughs> Good freaking lord. Also, to be fair, I deleted like all of my uh, Instagram photos in like 2015, I think, and I started over. How come? So, um, I don't know. I was. I was in like a really bad relationship and I felt like I needed oh, no. a fresh start. And so in my teenage head brain, I was like, I'm going to delete all my photos on Instagram and that's how I'm going to heal. Um, did that work? No, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, <laughs> but I mean, no. it, it was good. Cause I feel like I needed to rebrand anyway. And sure. So that's what okay. it is. But a lot of what you see is not like the OG Starner cosplay Instagram. I'm feeling like, yeah, because I'm like scrolling down. It's just like, why do I feel like there must have been more? So, you, yeah, you, you're probably right. Yeah, there was a lot um, of like panty and stocking stuff. There was a lot of Tina stuff. And then most of it was deleted. I reposted a lot of it, but there's still some things that got lost in time. Yeah, yeah, but I've got your, <laughs> yeah I'm seeing a Supergirl pop up every now and then. Uh, what I'm going to assume is lingerie lenore from castlevania you got it yep (laughs) yeah i'm smart i know my stuff um okay uh so in regards to um the i guess recent the tiny hina with the armor build um i mean even though you said that you know you think you're done then you zoom in like closer and just like oh crap there's this thing there's that thing um if you had to pick, because, um, I mean, the armor work looks great. Like, I love how you did the cell sh- the um, cell shading on your face, like, all that effects. Um, Thank you. So I'm curious, like, what was your favorite part or aspect of that outfit when you were, like, making it? Like, what was the favorite thing, like, you made for um, that Tiny Tina? Ooh. If I'm going with practical answer... I would say the wig because that was kind of my first wig that I was really proud of styling. Okay. Um, it was kind of before getting into, I don't know, properly styling a wig. So I was really proud of it. I had a hand paint it, really excited for it. But if I'm being really honest, the little tiny bunny stuffed animal, I was so excited about making. You <laughs> made that from scratch? Holy shit. Oh, yeah. 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 So that thing was made from white fabric, um, cross foam, paint, and love and tears. Oh. <laughs> so okay. I, I, it was really cute. It was, it, I think it sat in the back of the costume belt, if I remember correctly. Uh, I, I, like kind of the side, but I held it for on some the side. pictures. Yeah. So yeah. it was there and it was really cute. Was... <laughs> yeah. Cool. Cool. Um, so I guess, yeah, would you say that, like, looking through, um, like, your whole um, cosplay, I'll call it your cosplay portfolio on Instagram, um, do you typically, um, what's the word I'm looking for, more attracted to making anime cosplays more so than, like, comic books or gaming cosplays? So it's a good question. And... <laughs> um 
because when I was younger, it used to be all about the anime cosplays. Uh, you know, I started out with Maka. I did Misa Mane from Death Note. I did Boxer from Panty and Stalking. I did Panty. I did Sebastian. I did all of these anime costumes. When I started to get older into high school, it kind of transitioned more into the comic book side of things and video game side of things. Okay. And now that I'm even older, <laughs> it's kind of been a good mixture of everything. So okay. back in anime, which I had kind of slowed down with in high school, there wasn't really a particular reason, but I just, I don't know, nothing really excited me in anime at that point. Um, I think what kind of got me back into it was Danganronpa. Um, I okay. thought the art was so cool. I thought the characters were so cool. And I was like, I need to cosplay this like right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that kind of got me back into cosplaying anime. And so I think now it's been kind of a good mixture of all three of them. But there was definitely a pause between what I cosplayed. So really now it just yeah. depends on what excites me and the character design and if I'm motivated to do it. Really. Yeah. I mean, honestly, those those things should be like a defining factor in shooting an outfit, right? And like character cosplay. Yeah, god damn, that Junko wig is insane. That took me twelve hours. Oh my god, uh. <laughs> that was the hardest wig I've ever done. Oh god, my back hurt. My back. <laughs> it did. Oh, I was I in bet. so much pain. Oh no, uh, <laughs> twelve hours of pain, and it hurts to wear. If I wear it longer than two hours, my neck is done. Have you ever brought your Junko to a con? I have. Um, and did you wear it for more than two hours or did you I, actually stop and change? I did. So um, I did the photo shoot first. Okay. Then I wore her to Villa Con, which I guessed it at. And Ooh. I knew that... Um, it was going to be painful. <laughs> so I brought another costume to change into, but it was getting a lot of pictures. It was getting a lot of looks. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to wear it for four hours. So I wore it for four hours. I went to the bathroom to go change into the countess. And <laughs> I went, I guess I wasn't moving my shoulders <laughs> because it was so heavy. So oh, I went no. to like stretch my shoulders and oh my god, it was so painful. Mistakes I was like, what made. have I done? Yes. What have I done? Oh no. <laughs> was it worth it? I don't know. But don't know. oh no. Oh god. <laughs> but I've learned. I've learned from my mistakes. You... It's it has to be a short, a short uh thing that I wear. It's yeah. also four ponytails, so I don't know what I was expecting. Oh god. <laughs> Props to you, because I mean you you you've sewn your cosplays like that, that that is one medium i will never ever touch even when i was cosplaying like i was just like trying to you know, just like buy stuff off the internet and um like buy wigs i think i had to get i commissioned one wig to get styled um for one of my cosplays um i cosplayed as uh ring a bell from bravely default Oh wow. That was a fun game. And I cost and that, so that was that was funny. Um where do you know Bravery Default? I have never played it, but I have seen the art from it. All right, so you know like the concept of how like you know you can change jobs and like like all the characters get different outfits. 
Right. So the the <laughs> very few people knew who I was because mm. I did ring a bell in the performer job, which is basically he looked like fucking Elvis. <laughs> so oh my God. like I think one of my one person I met who became my friend, like at one con, was just like she knew who Ring a Bell was. Like, you're the only person who knows who I am. Oh, everyone my thinks God. I'm just a blonde haired Elvis. That's oh so funny. That sucks when you go to a con and like you're so excited and nobody knows who you are. That is the worst. Like, if it's so it, obscure that it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I usually, I mean, my profile pic you see here is um, casual, the, the uh, casual skin for uh, Prompto from Final Fantasy 15. Mm. Um, that wig I had help from a friend to style up, or maybe I bought it. I don't remember. Um, actual working Polaroid camera, so that was a nice little fun. Oh, prompt. that's cute. Yeah. Then it broke, so oh. I have I have a brand new one, but I've never. I gotta. You always, even as many times as you, I triple check or double check, like things before you go to a con something happened where i brought the polaroid camera but what did i forget to do charge the freaking battery and i did not have the charger with me so i couldn't make any memories with you my polaroid camera so funny that you say that i have actual nightmares about forgetting things at cons or like forgetting oh to like wear something or bring something like it's always in the back of my head and i have had so many nightmares yeah. about it <laughs> Yeah, it's just so like now, like I have, I'm legit staring at the Polaroid, the battery for the camera. It is just in the charger, but it's not plugged in. So I just know that like if I have a con coming up, the next time I go to one, I'm going to plug it in, take it with me, and then probably plug it back into the hotel when it's done for like the first day or whatever. So I'm st staring at me on my desk. So this one I'll never, ever forget. Hope, hopefully I won't. Fingers crossed. No, God. <laughs> I believe in you yeah the fear the fear is there so you'll remember next time oh yeah yeah um <laughs> let's see looking at my notes uh so i guess you like harley quinn uh, i'd say just a little bit <laughs> a little bit i mean just, <laughs> is she is she your favorite okay so let me back up are you it sounds like, I mean, just scrolling through your Instagram, it sounds like you're more of a DC girl than a Marvel girl. That would be true. But it's also kind of like the music taste and how it kind of depends on my mood. Oh. Um, you know, DC is very dark. It has humor to it, but it's, I don't know, more of like a more serious kind of comic and more serious kind of movies and then you go to marvel and it's silly goofy light airy and they have some serious topics but it's not as dark and there's just different aesthetics to both of them they're both very different and yeah. so it depends on the mood that i'm in but i would say that i usually lean more towards dc but i still love marvel movies i still love the marvel comics and i also still love the characters but oh, yeah. definitely dc leaning i'd say yeah, I mean, same here. I mean, I got like Nightwing's the only comic I follow at this point in time because I used to follow a bunch, but that was before when comics were cheap. Now they're not right. <laughs> um, because like this, this like this current run of Nightwing is just like freaking fantastic, and I'm just like 
like over the moon about it. I'm like even to a point where I, I have um, Nightwing symbol like tattooed on my um, forearm. Oh, that's awesome! Um, yeah, hell yeah. yeah! I'll have to show you it afterwards. Um, so okay, so back to Harley. Uh, <laughs> I'm just scrolling through. Like, I mean, you got the traditional, almost. I want to say like like her psychiatrist look. Yep, Harley like Quinzel. Mm-hmm. Yep, and then like other sultry looks that you did with. I, I'm going to assume it's one of your friends is Poison Ivy. Yes. Um, so, sure, I guess, uh, what about Harley just attracts you to her? So, going back to how dark DC is, Harley is, like, the light of DC. I mean, she's evil, she's wicked, but at the same time, she's such a, a funny personality. And I think also her backstory is really interesting to me because you know you'll have people that have trauma and they have whatever and then they become a villain but i mean harley just like fell in love and she had a hard childhood and she tried to be normal and then she just broke and something about that is so like interesting to me it's sad obviously but it's just so interesting and you know the what's so inspiring to me too spoilers to people that don't know sorry um what's so inspiring is that she goes through this traumatic relationship with joker um she does everything in her power to do whatever needs to be done for him and then she starts to realize that oh maybe joker's not good for me and is able to break out of that relationship i mean they go back and forth but you know also spoiler sorry um she ends up killing him and i think there's just something so traumatic yet beautiful about her story and her about her you know she helps batman at some point she helps nightwing at some point she's just kind of this like perfect anti-hero if you will and just so much character development i mean just like out of any of the characters in dc like her character development is insane to me and not to mention she has really cute outfits (laughs) Yeah. And she's also um, canically, am I saying that right? Canically, canonically, can, canonically Jewish, and I'm Jewish, so oh, okay. yeah. So that's like a fun little thing. Um, I have this like cute little Hanukkah dress that I've worn to a con with her as. Um, so I don't know. I've just always loved her. I've always loved her art. I've loved her as a person. I love her voice, her stories. She just makes everything so great. Um, lots of costumes I want to do as her. I just haven't unfortunately had the chance to. Um, the one that I was supposed to do for this last PhillyCon ended up not fitting. Um, I had a custom made yeah. latex suit, sucked so bad because it was so cute and it just broke, but it's fine. Mm. Um, <laughs> so I'll eventually get there with more costumes of her because I do really love her. I also did a whole, um, stream it's on my youtube actually of a passover harley quinn video and i'm cooking latkes and i'm talking like harley and i'm interacting as my chat is harley and (laughs) that's awesome it's so fun it was such a fun stream it was such a fun stream oh wow that's great yeah um well so talk to me about so what was the last con uh what was the last uh con that you went to 
Um, I technically went to a small con. Uh, I don't know. It was a couple months ago, but I was for like one day and it was for a couple hours. Um, somebody did recognize me, which was cool. Um, I didn't think anybody would be there because it was kind of small, but the okay. last actual convention I was at, I think was Villicon in January, um, which I also guested at for that one. I guested both years. So... I think it how many days did they do i think they did three days it was really hectic because i was just moving into my new place so the day after i moved technically moved because there's still boxes everywhere i literally went to this convention my house is not unpacked <laughs> and um but that was kind of the last one i had a booth i got to sell my prints um i judged the costume contest so it was really fun um and yeah, I think that was the last con that I went to, honestly. Yeah. How so I'm sorry, what, what was the name of the con again? It was Villicon. Lilycon? Vil with a V, like villain. Villicon. So yeah, okay. it's a whole villain convention. Oh, okay. Where mm-hmm. was that? Uh where was that based? Yeah, that was in Orlando's which convention center? I think the Double Tree, if I remember. Okay. They changed it this year. Ah, ah. So we'll be coming back next year. There was a whole lot of drama with it. They basically got sabotaged. Um, What? Yeah, I don't know how much I can say because I don't know if they're taking legal action. But yeah, um, the gist of it is basically like somebody posted the wrong address like on purpose like they were calling different hotels and like saying that it was canceled and so whoever was promoting villicon was like oh the convention's canceled or they would give the wrong address and so i mean it was it was sabotaged at that point um oh my God. so they weren't going to do it anymore they shut it down and they just recently um posted on instagram i think two weeks ago that they were coming back and i'm so excited and so I, I, I hope nothing but good things for this convention. And I hope nothing bad happens again. It's just wrong. And, um, yeah. you know, it is what it is. It, it still it still was a great convention regardless of all those things. But right. Well, so, I mean, yes. Cause, so you guessed it. So I guess tell me about um how was it, have you guessed it previously before Villicon or was that? Yeah. Your, OK, so. Uh, I guess for you, for you, what is it like, like being, I guess, invited as a cosplay guest for a convention? It's so fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think the biggest thing is like, when you go to a con, you don't really have a place to sit. So it is really nice, like having kind of a home base to be at. And then not only having that home base, but your followers know where you are. They can come say hi. Um, and mm. then you get to meet people, you know, because my prints will stop people and they'll they'll start to talk with me and making those connections and other vendors will come up. It's just a it's a really good way to market and meet people and hang out with people without, you know, having to text someone and be like, where are you? Or like, let's meet up somewhere. It's oh, just, God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. I feel that. Yeah. So it's a really cool way to interact with people and just it makes life so much easier and um, every time I have guests, I've been the judge of the costume contest or a judge of a costume or 
a judge of a contest, I rather say. On um, a judge panel, yeah. Yeah, so that's always been really fun and, um, you know, just interacting with people. So I've always enjoyed it. I started guesting back in 2016, I think. The Geek nice. Fest was my first convention that I guessed it at. Okay. Cool. I mean, it's it, well deserved. I mean, your your outfits are insane, <laughs> yeah. and you're yeah, you just you just produce and make good content. Thank you. Um, that really means a lot. Yeah. Um. Trying to think of what else. Okay, so. So you're based in Florida. So do you primarily stick towards like the East Coast for conventions, or like have you ever traveled out to the West Coast, or like what's like the far? I guess well, what's the farthest you've ever traveled for a convention? So that would probably be Georgia. Um, I lived in Georgia up until eighth grade. So I'd okay. go to MomoCon AWA every single year. Okay. And then I moved to South Florida in ninth grade. So I was a South Florida cosplayer for, I think, four or five years. And so a lot mm. of people know me from Supercon or AWA, those kind of conventions. Um, okay. So moving to Orlando was a little hard because I had to kind of start over. Yeah. And um, But in in high school, we did used to travel a lot. So from South Florida, we would go to the Tampa conventions. We would go to the Orlando conventions, but mostly we would stick to South Florida. Um, moving, well, that's not true. I did do Hall Mat one year before I moved to Orlando, so that was a good kind of introduction to what I was getting myself into moving over here. And since then, I honestly haven't traveled. Um, I was invited to Otaku Fest, which is in South Florida, I think two years ago. So I did travel for that. So I traveled back to South Florida. So that was really fun. Um, but since then, I haven't been back. I was planning on going to South Florida this year for Supercon. That didn't end up working out. But I do really, really want to travel. That is in the itinerary eventually to do conventions um don't know which ones yet but colossal con looks really cool um i think comic con's probably too big for me i mean it's just a huge crowded convention but yeah i mean have you been the one in new york yeah yeah i i've officially stopped going due to various personal family reasons where Mm -hmm. essentially i don't i don't really I do have other family in New York, but I don't know. I don't know when I'd get to go back because it's just like the last time I went, it was just not fun, primarily because I had such a hard time trying to meet up with friends because it's just like so freaking crowded. Right. Internet's practically useless at the Javits Center. So like trying to text is a nightmare. And I've just been having way more fun at PAX East since I've been given opportunity to attend as a member of the media representing the podcast. So, um, like, PAX East in Boston is, like, my main, I guess I'd call it my main home convention, even though technically that could be Rhode Island Comic Con since right. that's where I am. Because, um, I, yeah, I typically stay on the East Coast. Um I think the farthest I've ever traveled to was just wanted to make sure. Uh Katsukan. I went there twice. Oh, okay. 
Um, and that was an experience. That was a lot of fun. I've heard that's a really fun convention. Yeah. I mean, I, it's different now because I was essentially able to lo uh, essentially lobby con the convention. So I didn't actually have mm. to get a badge. But now they changed that. So, oops. Don't know when I'd be able to go back. It, it, it was fun. Like, rooming with a bunch of people and, like, making new friends and just having a lot of fun. In fact, like, that, um, the prompto photo that's in my profile picture, that was taken at a capture con. Oh, that's um, awesome. But, I mean, as far as, like... I'd love to go out for at least one con on the West Coast to see what it's like. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one. Um, I mean, even though I've heard... I mean, I guess I could say that maybe, like, San Diego would be, like, a bucket list con to just go to at least one. So, like, go to, like, the OG Comic-Con. That one scares me. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that... the photos, and I'm like, oh, no. So I don't know crowded. if it's still I don't know if it's still true, but New York is bigger. Really? It surpasses San Diego. That's crazy. It, it I don't know if that's still true, but as far as I remember, it did at one point. It did surpass San Diego. Are the so tickets it, just as expensive in New York? God. I mean, they're but, at least they're at least over fifty bucks. Well, I knew that the one in San Diego was like six hundred dollars. To go all weekend? What? Yeah. 600 could, for a full weekend pass to San Diego Comic-Con? I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure no. they're, like, stupid expensive. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. I'm looking up, MY, I'm looking up New York Comic-Con tickets. San Diego Comic-Con tickets. Let's see. I could totally be off, but I feel like... Oh, well, well, I mean, so New York, like the VIP ticket is 500 bucks. Okay. A four day ticket is 210. Okay. That's, and then individual, not that bad. Individual, individual like days, they are all 65. Okay. So that's like a normal. That's normal. Convention. 600? You must have been looking at either a VIP or a four day ticket. Not oh, even a I'm four day. wrong. Oh, it says WonderCon. Is that what it's called now? WonderCon? No, it's San Diego Comic-Con. Okay, because this one says WonderCon. Why can't I find... Um... Really? I don't know why it's so hard to find the pricing. Because the, Wonder, the WonderCon one says 120 for a three-day badge. Prices for adult badges ranging from sixty nine nice for a Thursday, Friday, <laughs> or Saturday badge, or forty seven for a Sunday badge. All four badges could be purchased for two fifty four and combined mm. into a four. Okay, that's reasonable. That 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 mm. that lines up. I okay. Well, maybe no, 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 no. Look, how much are San Diego Comic Con tickets? Comic Con single day adult tickets will range around three sixty to five hundred fifty, depending on the popularity of the event being held on the selected day. Junior tickets are available on certain days only and are usually four hundred to five hundred. Four day passes are also available and generally range from seven hundred to three thousand. Getting a ticket to San Diego Comic Con will cost you an average of sixteen hundred. Twenty six dollars. What? What the? What the hell am I looking at? 
I don't know. This is a ticketsmarter.com slash San Diego Comic Con tickets. I okay. What the fuck? Yeah, this one says no. July twentieth, twenty twenty three, to be announced, but it's estimating fourteen hundred dollars. Oh, I'm looking at the same article. Wait, what? Why? Why would it cost so much? Oh, okay, I thought it was crazy. I'm not crazy. It's so expensive. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Am I reading nope. the, the wrong thing? I feel like that's I, I don't know. Are we? Insane. Like, I, I, I'm seeing the article pop up on Google. It's like right. ticket, ticket smarter. I knew because I remember looking it up one year. Are they being no? These are like these have to be like sold via a third party. I don't maybe. I don't understand. Like why? I could be wrong. Yeah, it might be a third party thing where like when they sell out, they just sell it for a lot more money. So I could totally be wrong on that. Hang on, badge info. Wait, let me let me. Oh, here's the exact. Here's on the website. How much does it cost to attend San Diego Comic Con, ranging from sixty nine for Thursday, Friday, or Saturday badge for forty seven? Okay, so all four badges can be purchased for two hundred two hundred fifty four dollars. Yeah, that's what I read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So it's on the actual website. So yeah, it's probably just because it's a third party. That's bizarre. Scalpers. Damn it. I know. <laughs> Okay, so it's not as crazy. Um, okay, okay. Um, so then it's making... Would you say that uh, content creation, like, you know, the range of everything that you do, is, is that your uh, is that your main source of income, or...? It's not. Um, the goal is to move over to streaming and content creating full-time. Um, but for now I actually work as a programmer at a software company. Oh, okay. All right. All right. That's what my parents wanted me to do. But I hated <laughs> programming. Yeah. Programming's not for everyone, but yeah. I ended up liking it a lot and it's not what I want to do full time. You know what? More um, power to you. At least you, at least you like it. More power to you. I'm a yeah. graphic designer. <laughs> Also, power to you. I, <laughs> I, I don't know. I tried like three D modeling and stuff. It was not my thing. I can't do three D modeling. No. no. Let me just let me just stick to Adobe and my own software that I use. Um, I mean, I'd I'd love to do podcasting full time or like make some income, but it is like I really don't know how to make that possible. Or just I don't know. I, I guess I I just would love to work in within the content creating space or like something related to like Comic Con yeah. or like just conventions because this is the like shit that makes me happy. You know, <laughs> it like it sucks because it takes time, and I feel like for the both of us, when this stuff was easier to get into, was not the time that I think. I don't think you're doing the podcasting back when like Jessica Negro is getting big. Were you? Oh God, no! This this thing is right. Been I've been podcasting since 2018. Right. Okay. So I feel like the algorithm for like Instagram, for example, and the other platforms is a lot easier back, let's say 2015. Um, oh, and then yeah. Around 2018 is when everything got like screwed over. Yeah. How you liking the whole screwing over social media stuff? <laughs> I hate it. 
Because I, I feel I, like I took like a four year break. And when I came back is when everything was bad. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like, I'm sorry. I know that like fucking Instagram is like pushing their stupid reels and video content and like TikTok blows up. And it's just like, I get like, like even now, even now, like what I would do, like, I don't know. Maybe I'll clip the first five minutes. Like, I, I my yeah. primary TikTok is either videos of my cats or funny moments from recent episodes. But like, I don't have the attention span to remember that and make a note. And it's like, I look at all these TikToks and I'm like, I'm old. I don't have time to do this. It is so much work. I hate it here. It's hard. <laughs> it it's sucks. not easy, especially when this is not your full time job. This is. It's so difficult. Yeah. It's yeah, it's just so you've got well here, let me pop open. Oh yeah, shoot, you got yeah, you got everything. Like you got your Patreon, you got I assume spicy sites. Yep. <laughs> How's that been going? It's been good. I started Patreon actually I think three months after the pandemic started. Um, So all of it's very recent. Um, I just recently started Fansly. I want to open OnlyFans, but they denied me. (laughs) And it wasn't... The the reason was because my picture of my license was blurry. And then I've just been too lazy to retake the picture. Well, because I have to yeah. take the picture with the license and... Oh, yeah, like a selfie and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. that's so annoying. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've, I've quit over stuff from being lazy before. I wish I could remember yeah. what, the, what a recent thing was, but, like, I mean, I guess you could say that, like, I refuse to do, like, elaborate TikTok videos because I don't have the time. I really don't. It, it's totally valid. Like, it's the same. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, all that stuff's been good. Um, they have, they make it so that you can schedule things, which makes it easier for people like me that don't do this full time. Um, so I, I don't know. I really enjoy it. It's, it's kind of helped. Uh, you know, I can't make a living off of it yet, but it helps pay for my future costumes. It's helped pay for my PC so that I can do, um, you know, streaming and things like that. Yeah. So it's definitely helped get me in the right direction. Oh, so really I great. nothing yeah. but thankful for it. And no, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you do. I mean, you do really great stuff. You're really gorgeous. Like, I mean, it like, oh my gosh. Thank you. Uh, just trying to just scroll through. Your Dabby cosplay, like, it must have been a lot of fun to do. It really was. Um, I was trying to think of who I wanted to cosplay for my hero. And, yeah. again, like, I have to resonate with the character. Um, I don't know if resonating with Dobby is good. <laughs> but I really liked his character design. And it, the makeup looked fun. Um, it took forever. Forever. I bet. I bet. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I didn't realize how heavy the staples were. So getting that on my face took hours. Oh, yeah, and 
I did like the latex on there and I, it was a mess, but I really enjoyed it. Um, the professional photos that you see, I didn't wasn't I didn't have time to style the wig, so I was a little disappointed on the final outcome of it. But I okay. s- still enjoy how it turned out. It was a really fun photo shoot, and I hope to improve him in the future because he is definitely a really fun character to do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, well. Um... I guess as we're looking at possibly wrapping this up, but just a couple more things that I'm trying to think of coming to my head. Uh, so what do you think? Okay, so first off, like, do you have any upcoming cosplays that I don't know, you'd be willing to give me an experience? <laughs> give me an experience? Are you with the inside, <laughs> inside, inside info? Or... or Another question could be, like, do you have a particular, like, dream scenario cosplay that you'd love to make at some point, unless you already did? In which case, uh, yeah. So, currently, I'm working on Roxy from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. And I actually was doing a stream um, styling the wig. So, that one's not too secret. Sorry. (laughs) All right. Um, But I'm working on that. It's kind of the same style as Junko in the sense that I have to tease the ever living crap out of it. Um, Oh yeah. So it's gonna it's gonna take me a couple hours. I've gotten the teasing part down. I just have to actually style it all now. So eventually we'll get there. Um, The next one, which funny enough, we spoke about Jessica Negri. I just bought the fabric for Lollipop Chainsaw. Yes. So that is coming. I don't know how soon, but I have the fabric, so it will come eventually. Um, trying to think what else I'm working on that. Huh. Wow, I'm like zoning out on the things that I'm working on. <laughs> oh, right. I don't know if you, this is kind of more of an obscure manga, but Pumpkin Night. My silence says who? <laughs> okay. So this, okay. So pumpkin night. Yes, it's really good, and the English um, translation for it is really bad. <laughs> oh, it's fan. It's fan uh, translated because it, the actual translation hasn't come out yet. But it is such a gory manga i don't know how to like put it in a good term oh jesus i'm looking at like what i assume are like covers like yeah uh, yeah it's very gory gory to me but with good taste because the main character um it's not really a spoiler because it's the whole plot of the manga but she is basically this really really pretty girl and she is very bullied and you know they say that she's weird and things like that, but it's probably more so because they're jealous. And so she's just kind of like an outcast. And one of the bullies kind of falls in love with her. And he's actually really nice to her. He doesn't really bully her, but he's friends with the bullies. And so what happens is they're doing prom and she gets announced the pumpkin queen, I think is the term. And the bully, one of the bullies ended up putting explosives in the pumpkin head. 
So when she puts it on, her face gets melted. She still lives through it, but Ugh. her beautiful face is ruined. And so she comes back with a vendetta to kill anybody that's bad or anybody that's done her wrong or bad people in the world. So she's kind of this like anti-hero and it's really gory, but it's like kind of well-deserved at that point. Um, They really did some awful things to her. And so it's a really cool manga because, you know, it's horror, but at the same time you're like, get them like they deserve it kind of thing. Yeah. It's it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So gory gross, but also like, really cool and really and really interesting art so i am i really like bloody costumes really they're fun to work with um so i am excited to bring her to life and hopefully this halloween so trying to do a video of it so that'll be be, really fun oh yeah oh wow that'd be perfect for halloween i know i'm very excited so hopefully i can get it done in time but that's the that's the goal okay i'm sure you got this thank you i'm sure um so then what would you say um like throughout the whole like cosplay process of like making an outfit like constructing pieces possibly designing things to your liking um what would you say is like your favorite part of the whole hobby Mm, probably bringing it to life i think um you know because when you're actually working on the costume any cosplayer will tell you, I'm sure you know as well, like going through actually creating the costume and styling it is so brutal. Um, mm. There's some parts to it that are fun. Like I got to watch 130 episodes of One Piece <laughs> while I was making Nico Robin. So mm. um, my hands were hurting um, <laughs> sewing that costume, but I had to like hand stitch all of the fur into the coat. But after all of that hard work and, like, pain and whatever, like, actually seeing the finished product, I think, is the most rewarding thing. And then actually wearing it to a con, getting that recognition, getting to meet people that are part of that fandom or know who you are, that is the coolest part, I feel like. And I feel like it's why people cosplay is to make friends and to just become the character. Um so yeah. I think that's the most rewarding part of it all is the the finished product. And also because cosplay is hard. <laughs> it is. No, it, it is. is. It is. Can, you can e- easily sink a lot of money into it if you're not careful. <laughs> it's true. And recently, <laughs> honestly, I've been buying a lot of my costumes because I don't have time to do three-month builds. Um, no, I did- no, I don't blame you. Yeah, I just did buy they had warble on sale at michael's i think it's still on sale so michael's sponsored this podcast because it was like 30 dollars for warble and that's so cheap and then i bought some eva foam so i'm gonna be working on some stuff again and crafting again so that's gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be fun to be back because buying is still okay buying a costume is still valid but i do want to get back into the creative side of things and doing more of that yeah no it's it's just funny hearing you talking about that because it's like i mean even though even though i mean maybe you do remember like we started cosplaying around at the same time it's just like but now we're like you know we're seeing like cosplay hit the mainstream and you're seeing people like you know uh sks props yaya han like Mm -hmm. they've been able to bring some of these materials to like their 
like your Joanne, your Michaels, like it would just I didn't remember how wild it was seeing like cosplay material like Adam fucking Michaels, like Adam Wolf. Oh my god, I know. I used to have but to it, buy the car mats at, at Walmart to get EVA foam and now they have them in rolls. Yeah, oh, are you well, kidding me? <laughs> I well, no, I I explicitly remember buying Warbler through Yaya Hansai because she yeah. was getting them from Germany. Yeah, when Kamui like first introduced the like the whole material to the cosplay community back then, so it's just wild to see how far it's come. I know it's so more so much more accessible now, which is so oh yeah amazing like i was living the other day at michael's i was like this is so cool like i don't (laughs) you know i don't need to buy kid mats that toys are us i can just go to michael's and buy a roll of this stuff it's insane yeah or you like pick and pick and choose whatever fabric from yayahan's fabric line you want to grab at joanne's like nuts it is so crazy but the thing with it is it's so much more accessible now but as we get older it's so much harder to find the time to make it so you have these cosplayer creators that do this full time and they're able to whip costumes out in a week. And I'm sitting here like, I need to buy this stuff now because I can't keep up with them because I don't do this full time. And so. Yeah. I'm, do you, yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think like that's probably the only downside? And like, cause I feel like it is for me um, where, you know, I, I have an issue where, like, you know, when it comes to streaming, I know you talked about how, like, you know, it takes time. It's just, like, I I get winded after two to three hours. And I know some yes. people that, you know, they do it full time and they're streaming eight hours a day. Like, how in the frick do you have that energy? How? Well, I think it's different when you can put everything into it. Because you think, yeah. like, I'm in the office for eight hours. That's tiring. And then you come home to stream for two hours. You're done. Yeah, no, I mean, like, I typically, so, like, I recently switched over, so, like, eventually I will get back into stream, like, I think I'm waiting on a couple of, I think I want to get back into it when, when, <laughs> when, A, the new operating system comes out, and then my shit will work, because <laughs> I tried to, do, I tried to stream Stray, mm. and I was just having so many issues, and I just chalked it off at, it's because I was, a, it, because I was greedy and wanted to try out the new beta, and it's not making my, like the capture card is not working correctly, so and like, so all I know is that this beta, this new OS is going to come out in the fall, which I believe is like September October. But then like I want to try to stream again when the new Pokemon comes out and the new God of War comes out. Mm-hmm. Those are in November, so I'm hoping by then I can get back into it. But like I made the jump into um, VTubing, oh. and uh, it's been nice that I don't have to get dressed right and proper clothes or like turn on my camera but um yeah like i would i would i would just, even know like a lot of people i know that stream full-time they do it on the weekdays i really can't right. even if i have even though like my current job has the flexibility of giving me the ability to work from home on three out of the five days i go to work but they're also like Oh, sorry, uh, three-hour shifts because I don't work full-time yet, so I'm mm-hmm. trying to make that jump somehow. But I I primarily stream on the weekends because those are like my free full energy days. Right. And even still, it's just like I do it early in the morning, two to three hours. I think the, lo- the longest I've ever streamed was like maybe four hours. 
And that was when I was anxiously waiting for Sora to get released onto Smash Brothers that night. <laughs> it's not easy. And the funny thing that you say about that is because, you know, I'm also working from home. And what I have to do is I've been trying to stream like Monday, Wednesday, Fridays is the goal. And then sometimes weekends. Sure. But I work, you know, nine to five. And so five o'clock hits. I go shower. I take a nap if I need to. I have to get my makeup on. I have to set everything up and then I stream for two, three hours and then it's so tiring. And that's when I chug a coffee at six o'clock. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? And so it's just, it's hard and also don't let it get you down. Like I built my PC and I was so excited and then I went to stream overwashed and it just kept crashing. So it happens. And yeah, right away. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it goes. You'll get there. It just takes time. I mean, I, I know just officially got affiliated a couple weeks ago so i'm trying to get the partnership but it takes time and you will get there and you know don't give up but i think the vtubing will you'll do really well with that it's it's very big right now and yeah it's just a matter yeah it's like i just gotta find that sweet spot because i mean i have all of the requirements for affiliate except for having an average of three viewers Mm. in my chat or in the stream but of course now since i've gone maybe a couple months i gotta re i gotta essentially reset and like do the whole like stream for x amount of hours in a week or stream for x amount of days in a week which is not a problem i can easily do that yeah but it's just it's just the average viewer that kills me like um i think what will help you too is if you join discord channels and the ones that allow you to post when you're streaming that also helps and then whatever's trending i, I think they're doing that yeah i yeah i have a love hate relationship with discord like <laughs> i can't i can't use it like it's just it's just over it overwhelmed me that's what it is it overwhelmed me like all these servers and there are millions upon millions of channels and it's like how the hell do i keep up with this yeah you have to like limit it i have a discord myself and we have so much fun in there um we hopefully my work's not listening to this, but we've been doing gambling in my server, which yeah. is taking up all of my time because I just want to like do the, like it's so funny because you can do like um crypto and like do little slots digitally, and we also have a little gardening hub where you have like a, a digital plant. <laughs> and oh, that's what man. I spend my time doing. <laughs> but yeah, Discord's overwhelming, but it can be fun if you're in the right channels and you can make a lot of friends and a lot of uh connections through it for sure yeah and i'm like trying to join your server i just gotta log in yay and then yeah you can post your podcast on there too i have a little area where you can um it's called the power supply i think (laughs) that's where you can plug your stuff it's a little metaphor Interesting new capture. Please click each image containing a horse. I've never gotten that one before. <laughs> uh, horse, 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 horse. Okay, there's Yeah, five. it's usually like a ship, like a picture ship. Or ship, palm, or... ship, palm trees, stoplight, sidewalk. Yeah, stoplight. <laughs> horse. Oh, God. Um, is there anything else that you in particular like want to mention or want to talk about either cosplay crew uh, related or anything before we work on wrapping up for tonight? Um, 
I think the only thing I can think of is you wouldn't know it and you wouldn't know to ask, but I'm actually a cosplayer with disabilities. So that has been something that I've been struggling with for the last year. Um, Really? How? I mean, if you don't mind me asking, how so? Yeah. So I've had a heart condition for the last couple of years, but I was able to get it under control. Um, But starting last year, it was October 2nd. I remember the date exactly because it's changed my life. Um, I was at a casino and I just felt like really nauseous, really dizzy, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And I thought maybe it had to do with my heart condition because I have a past of like passing out and things like that. So I was like, okay, it's just my heart acting up, whatever. I had some food and then I just felt off for the rest of the night and really dizzy like I was on a ship. So ever since October 2nd, I have never not felt dizzy. It's been a 24-7 dizziness. Um, I've fallen a couple times. I have motion sickness, vision delays. Um, I haven't driven since October 14th, I want to say. And so in January, I saw this doctor in Texas because nobody could figure out what was going on. Um, I had to start walking with a cane because I've injured myself multiple times now and haven't been able to walk properly. So I was diagnosed with something called triple PD, which don't ask me the scientific name because I can't tell you. It's like postural something or other, but no, they're all like too damn complicated. I don't care. I you don't need to. You don't need to explain <laughs> it to me. But it's essentially a twenty-four hour, um, like vertigo. It's a neurological condition, and oh. they don't have an explanation for it. But um, the doctor assumes that I was born with it, but something had to trigger it. Um, but it was just something that was waiting to come out and it eventually came out last year and also diagnosed with vestibular migraines, which is basically, um, ear fullness, nausea, um, light sensitivity, a bunch of other stuff. So I have like emergency medications for that. Um, and then I finally was able to start getting back in a cosplay. I took a couple month break, the beginning of the ending of last year, I would say. Um, I still walk with a cane. I still can't drive. It's been really rough. Um, During ViliCon, I had my cane with me and it was really difficult being there, but thank God I was able to sit at the booth and like relax. Um, Yeah. But I think when was it? A month ago, you know, I'm getting all the stuff together. I'm starting to stream. I just built my PC and I was sitting on my floor upstairs in my loft And I fall to my side and I can't move. I can't talk. I literally can't do anything. And so eventually I'm starting to move again and I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm just going to keep working. (laughs) Like not a big deal. And then my whole left side goes numb and I go, maybe I should go to the hospital. So I go to the hospital. Um, The doctor looks at me like they, they, they basically call a stroke alert and they, this guy starts running down the hallway and I'm like, Oh my God, what is happening? And he looks at my face. He goes, your face is drooping. We need to get you back to a CAT scan right now. And you're getting admitted like immediately. And I haven't been admitted in the hospital since I was a child. So the first thing I do is I'm texting my mom frantically, like, please come to the hospital. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm freaking out. Um, so anyway, long story short, they thought I had a stroke. It didn't end up being a stroke. Um, the doctor tried telling me, like, um, no, you just have migraines. And I was like, sir, I don't think I just have migraines. And my mom was like, you need to do an EEG, like, right now, which, you know, just monitors the brain waves. Sure. So the doctor wasn't there the day that I had that done. And the nurse ended up coming in with him on the phone. And he goes, you surprised me. You ended up having a seizure during the EEG. So I was diagnosed with epilepsy, I think, I think two months ago now, month ago. Mm. Um, I was hospitalized for five days. Um, and then a week later, I had to go to a epilepsy center for another five days. And they just monitored me for 24-7. And um, so we don't have answers to everything yet. Um, they're thinking that everything might kind of be related but we're not sure, and I have a lot more testing to go through. But it this is what I've been struggling with since last October, and it has made cosplaying and streaming very difficult. But yeah. I've still been doing it and still been trying to get through it while working full time. Um, but it's changed a lot of it. But I think the takeaway is that cosplaying with a disability or several disabilities at this point is very difficult. But yeah. you know, it's um i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna stop doing it and you know there if there is a will there's a way and i think that's kind of what i wanted to say about that but yeah so that's what's been going on i, I want to ma- eventually make a video of the things that i've been struggling with since 2018 because i had to take a four-year break sure um so that will eventually be out on my YouTube, I think. Just kind of a breakthrough of everything that's been mm. going on and what I've been having to deal with. Um, and I think that will also help a lot of cosplayers that have to deal with disabilities, visible, dis- invisible disabilities, and visible disabilities. So, yeah, that's that's a little bit about that. Because I, I know you wouldn't know to ask because I don't promote it too much on my no, Instagram. No, I honestly but... wouldn't. I mean, Jesus Christ, I just want to give you a giant <laughs> hug right now. Good God. <laughs> Thank you. Permission to hug you for like 10 minutes whenever I meet you at a con, please. Permission granted. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it's been a struggle, but um, I've been working through it. And then I got my, I call it my gamer cane. It's pink and it has a flashlight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah. Well, well, that was sort of a a light conclusion to that. Uh, (laughs) It's a sad conclusion, but I think it's a sad conclusion. But I mean, you know what? You, it's like you said, you're still working through it. You're still creating stuff and just doing yeah. what you can. And and I think a lot of people need to hear that too, especially in the cosplay community, because you look at people like Jessica Negri and Yaya Han and Danica Rockwood and these people that do this full time, and it's like, how do they do it? And it, I feel like it makes regular cosplayers feel bad. Right when I say regular, I mean people that don't do it full time. Because they're looking at it and they're like, I can't get these things done as quick as them. I can't do it as professional as them or whatever the case is. And it, you know, I, so I feel like somebody needs it, to hear it. it. it, it yeah, I mean. Like, it, it's can, okay, it, it you can, know. Yeah, it can be demotivating, but it's like, there's nothing you can do. Honestly, you just cosplay the way you want and do it at your own pace. I mean. Yeah, the ones that can zoom out cosplays in a week, it's because they do it full time and they exactly. have the resources and ability to do so. It's like everyone else, 
you're juggling a full-time job or you're juggling other responsibilities and you just try to limit your time so that you don't go insane. Exactly. So if you don't do this full-time, if you're disabled, if you have, you know, family issues, whatever the case is, school, your full-time student, you got boyfriend issues, girlfriend issues, whatever the case is, it's okay to take a break. It's okay to not do cosplay all the time. And that's kind of the takeaway on that. Cause I, I, I feel like people are really hard on themselves. And I know that because I was really hard on myself. And then I realized, Hey, I don't do this full time. I can be kind to myself. And even if you do do this full time, like it's okay to take a break and not yeah. be a hundred percent all the time. And so I think hopefully that helps somebody to hear that. Yeah. I mean, same thing for me with streaming. Like I don't do it full time. I've got to try to do my best to just, view it as a hobby when I go back into it because right. it's like there's really nothing I can do about it it's just you know it'll it'll grow and it'll grow so I just gotta be be patient and that is the one trait I do not have <laughs> you uh, will definitely get there and it's it's sucks and Instagram and Twitter and all of that they have not made it easier the algorithm has gone to shit and yep you know it, it sucks, but it takes time and you'll get there and you're doing the things that you need to do. And yeah, I have full trust that you will grow. Oh, I have full trust that you'll grow. You'll continue to grow too. Cause you're Thank already you. crushing it. Thank you. Um, that's, that's the plan. Yeah. Well, with that being said, Starner, where the hell can people find you? They can find me on a lot of places. <laughs> um, the non-18 plus people, <laughs> please turn to my Instagram. It's Starner Cosplay, all one word. Um, for TikTok, I think it's Starner <laughs> underscore. Don't start laughing. You know where I'm going with this. Um, Starner- I think I do. Hang on. Let me see if I'm right. Keep going. <laughs> Starner underscore is my TikTok. Um, my Twitter is semi-safe. <laughs> semi-safe. <laughs> Starner underscore also. Um, Facebook is Starner Cosplay. Patreon is Starner Cosplay. That is 18 plus. Sorry. <laughs> Fansly is also Starner Cosplay. I think I, I don't have a consistent username. I see that. It's Starner Cosplay or Starner underscore. YouTube Starner Cosplay. Twitch is Starner Cosplay. Lots of places to find me. If you go on my Instagram, the link, I have a link tree. So it's all yeah. right there. It makes it super easy. Um, I realize now that I have a lot of social medias. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. No, and you, then were, I, you were not going to go to where I thought you were going to go, which means... yeah. I think I, mean, I dumbed it down because I, I didn't want you to be right. <laughs> well, no. I, I mean, I was going to go to like... <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I'm... I'm, I'm do um, it. I swear, I swear, I, I'm, I'm, just, oh my god! <laughs> but also, I will be back at Villicon next year, which I think is in January. So I will be guesting there again, and then I might be guesting at HeroCon, which is in November. Um, but I'm waiting to hear back. But yeah, so lots of places to find me, and also my Discord. We all hang out. We have a good time. We chit chat voice channel yeah fun and games <laughs> awesome and uh 
you can keep up with uh, my show, Cosplay Bites, um, on your favorite podcasting platform. Um, I am hoping, just looking at my schedule, um, hoping in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to get together with uh, Momo uh, Carino Cosplay to talk about apparently a shit ton of com- conventions because she's got three right off the back-to-back starting next week. And then I'm also hoping to have uh, my friend uh, Mink the Stater, Legend of Larty, and Grinning Hazard talk about, uh, well, Mink and Grinning's adventure at TwitchCon over in Amsterdam, as well as Larty's adventure at PortCon. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you so, so much, Starner, for joining me. It's been an absolute treat getting to meet you and talk with you, and I hope you had fun. <laughs> Yeah, this was so great. Such a great opportunity. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate you. And this was really fun. And this is my first time being on a podcast. So I'm happy that it was yours. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> All right. Okay. Before uh, you start crying, got to end it. <laughs> got to end it quick. Uh, yeah. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>